A subscriber to my channel asked a great question yesterday, which is, he said, I have a one centimeter hiatal hernia. Why do I have all these symptoms? And what is one centimeter for those of us in the United States who grew up not with metric? It is four tenths of an inch, so a little less than half an inch, not very large. And uh, when you're thinking about disabling symptoms of shortness of breath, having panic attacks, having heart palpitations, have a lot of bloating, perhaps constipation. There's 20 different symptoms associated with hiatal hernia syndrome. And when you finally go to your gastroenterologist and they say, yeah, let's, let's do an endoscopy. And they go, yeah, you got a hiatal hernia. It's not very big. You know, it's actually very small. And then they look at you funny, like, listen, this is not big enough to create all the symptoms that you are suffering with. And they are absolutely positively wrong. That is, it's not, size does not matter when it comes to hiatal hernia. It's a whole syndrome. So what, what happens is the size is just like how much the opening has uh, gotten distended by the stomach, you know, pushing up. But you can have um, a sliding hiatal hernia where, you know, it goes up and it comes back down. You can have a tiny hiatal hernia. It's just less than half an inch of expanded opening and that is enough. Why? Because it's the manifestation of what occurs with anatomy doing the wrong thing. So the stomach is in spasm and it's pushing up on the diaphragm. Now the poor diaphragm can't freely move. So you get that shortness of breath. You can get feelings of anxiety, uh, trouble sleeping at night because you're horizontal at night. And so gravity is not doing you any good to help pull the diaphragm down and, and make it a little easier for it to move. And so it gets worse when you're horizontal is what I'm trying to say. Um, and then what happens is that the stomach is just below the diaphragm on the left side and the heart is just above the diaphragm on the left side. So uh, geographically, they are very close to one another. And as soon as that stomach is, is, well, if you have a hiatal hernia, it means it's pushing up. So you know it's jammed up against that diaphragm. So now it's really close to the heart and it can literally influence how the heart is functioning and you can get these extra beats or heart palpitations where you're actually feeling your heart. Unless you're working out really hard, you're not supposed to feel your heart. And, um, and with that, of course, we can get stressed. Uh, but even without the heart palpitations, what can happen is because the diaphragm is not moving freely and you're feeling a little short of breath, you can't take a deep breath, then what happens are your stress hormones really start to multiply. And what they're trying, they're trying, your body is trying to help you. It's kind of like why we have fire alarms in our homes. It's to help us, right? It's a smoke alarm. It's to get you up and out before it gets to be such a big fire you can't get out. Similarly, your body's nervous system is very clued into how much oxygen you're getting. So as soon as that diaphragm's a bit spasmed and it's not freely moving, your body's stress hormones say, hey, I, I don't know what's going on, but pay attention, right? And that, hey, <laughs> that, that elevated voice, if you will, um, translates into you're just on high alert, okay? And your heart's pounding a little fast, you feel nervous, you feel anxious, and you look around your environment and you go, 
I don't know why I feel this way. Like there's nothing, there's nothing bad happening, but internally there is. And your nervous system is trying to help you out by saying, do something. Now it's not fun to have a, have a panic attack for sure. It's very, very, very scary. Um, but when you get past the acute part of it and you get to the reason why you get to the root cause of why it's very interesting how your body's trying to protect you so it's not about coming back to the size of our hiatal hernia it's not about how large it is it's just the fact that it is you see it's just that it is your stomach is geographically in the wrong place it's pushing on your diaphragm it's bothering your heart that's not to mention you know we've talked about the shortness of breath and the panic attacks and the heart racing um, but now what about the gut I mean why did your stomach get like that a lot of times it's increased pressure in your abdomen increased intra abdominal pressure it's called that has come about from what you've been eating throughout your entire life, perhaps antibiotics, um, a lot of different things that have affected your gut health. So after we get past the fact that, wow, I'm short of breath, but my lungs are fine. I'm having heart palpitations. There's nothing wrong with my heart and I'm having panic attacks and there's nothing wrong with my head. I'm not like making it up. I don't have a brain problem. Those are all the secondary effects, but primarily now we're looking at the gut and how did this get this way? And predominantly it's coming from maldigestion, malabsorption, you've got bloating, maybe you've got diarrhea or constipation. Constipation's a bit more common. You can have a combination of both. So these are all the things we look at. So again, that's the reason, and I'm answering this question for this individual, but I know other people have this question or or just get their whole problem gets negated by traditional medicine that tells them listen okay you do have a, have a hiatal hernia it's so darn small there's no way this is causing your problems you know you're having panic attacks because you're under stress and they just go with it's up here which is not fair it's not fair to you so this has become an area that we've become very expert in over the years. I wrote the book a couple of years ago, The Heidel Hernia Syndrome, but the number of people suffering of all ages, both sexes, it has nothing to do, you know, young, old, in shape, out of shape. It's not that. It's not that. Um, and so we evaluate it from a physical standpoint, hormonal standpoint, structural component. Of it that's very very key to not miss and we can actually do it over telemedicine and uh, we'll, we'll show you how that can be in some future videos but um, yeah if, if you know anybody who's suffering even if you've been told um, you know you have a very small hiatal hernia or they couldn't even find it remember sliding up down up down so if it happens to be down when they do the endoscopy, they won't see it, okay? And they don't necessarily see that widened opening. Or in my book, I named a, a new version of hiatal hernia syndrome, which is subclinical. And it means the, the opening hasn't opened wider, but just that poor stomach is jammed up against that diaphragm, creating this whole cascade of symptoms. So the symptoms can be very debilitating or with a very small hiatal hernia or even no expanded opening, just that subclinical, which I, which I just described. So 
If you know anybody with these symptoms, um, acid reflux, I didn't mention that. That's one of the biggest ones because the poor stomach is squished. Um, GERD, acid reflux, etc. So if you know somebody suffering with this, truly this is our area of expertise and we'd love to help. So um, call a clinic, reach out over the website. We're here for you. I hope you found this video helpful. If you want more on this topic and others, click here.